The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX-11, is here. RX-11 is everything you need to fix, enhance, and polish your audio for music and content creation. Colton Culture listeners get 10% off by using the code FRET10. That's code FRET10, F-R-E-T-1-0, at isotope.com for the new RX-11. DistroKid now also has a motherfucking app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can now get an additional 30% off if you go to distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Colt. That's distrokid.com forward slash VIP forward slash Colt. Or you can get it in the App Store. Fuck. All right. That's, we're rolling. Rolling. Planet B presents. 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 Cult and Culture Podcast. Welcome to episode 23 of the Cult and Culture Podcast. I'm Justin Pearson. And I'm Luke Hinshaw. Uh, this episode features two of our friends from Napalm Death, um, Barney Greenway and Shane Embry. Um, man, it was awesome to have those legends on this uh, on this episode. Really, 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 really cool, informative. Um, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, so you, you weren't able to make it. You were up in Los Angeles working. Yeah. So shout out to Tommy Meehan for helping uh, engineer. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was a um, it was a wild time because um, there was a show that Def Club was playing with Napalm Death here in San Diego at the Soda Bar, which is just a little absurd due to the size of the mm-hmm. venue. Um, but yeah, I had to run around town and grab those guys. I also drive a mini, so it's really small. <laughs> it's like picking up more oh, than one. You fit everybody in there? Yeah, oh. uh, yeah, all, all four of us. It was pretty amusing. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we you know gra- grabbed everyone and got over here and um, and did it. And the podcast that you guys will hear was fun and and very. It was just great and informative, and uh, I think we covered some interesting topics and ground. Um, but. Uh, the show was very interesting for me personally because, um, you know, the soda bar is really small and the stage is, mm-hmm. is like a circular yeah. thing. <laughs> and um, they they didn't want to strike the drum, so they, they left the kit and all the amps and stuff. So there was not a whole lot of room for five-piece dev club. So we set up, you know, and of course, me being the singer, I was kind of like the last... Um, variable yeah. so i got this like little two by two uh yeah spaced <laughs> to stand on <laughs> and so um i think their sound engineer was really upset about the situation which is which um or maybe not their sound engineer their their tech or their roadie or whatever he was pretty upset and it wasn't really our fault obviously but um i don't know yeah whatever the venue was is small and it is what it is, is and it was going to be what it was going to be so for whatever reason, they gave you the drink tickets, and I had one of those hard kombuchas. <laughs> oh, nice! And uh, so I only had one piece of pizza from TNT Pizza. If you're in San Diego, that place is probably uh, my, I don't even like pizza. Sorry, everybody, but um, that pizza place rules. And he had one piece of pizza, and I was <laughs> I think not not a lot of food in my in my stomach. So when I had that hard kombucha, which is uh, like seven percent alcohol, I got fucked up right away. Wow. Um, so. So anyhow, we performed, and and there was nowhere for me to go. So of course, I was like on the bar, and I stepped in the the tray with the oh, the right limes yeah. and stuff, which is probably a good thing because hey, people that drink like you probably don't like that shit's pretty gross. Like they just well, it used to be like when I worked at a bar, they you mm-hmm. know they 
handle money and then and then the fruit and like you know all these fucked up germs so yeah. now it's probably good that i put my foot in it maybe they got maybe they had to clean it out or something <laughs> well the alcohol should cl- clean it up i guess it would cl- kill the germs yeah. yeah um either way sorry for the bartender i didn't did not mean to do that i, I fully was like not i mean i definitely was not all all there you know yeah. and so um the performance happened anyhow, and like Scott, our drummer, was like, "Man, you were fucking up everything. You were you were off time and this and this and that." I'm like, "What? I don't think so, man." And then I, and then someone like tagged me on Instagram or something in a video, and it was like, uh. <laughs> "Dude, the the there was like the verse, you know, change, and it went into the bridge, and then it went to like the next part." And I was like, still singing the verse. I'm like, "What the fuck?" fuck like, I wish I would have seen that. It, yeah, <clears throat> I was terrible. <clears throat> you probably w- would have given me your drink ticket and not added that kombucha <laughs> if I'd gone. Yeah, uh, I mean, only, I had a, I had more than one ticket. It only took one for me to get to. I wish. Yeah, I'm a cheap date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyhow, the performance happened. I think people might have liked it. I don't know. Maybe they have low standards. Anyhow, Napalm Death killed it, and um. Again, it was just really rad to spend a little bit of time with those people and and then just to share the stage with them. It was it was awesome. Right on. So, uh, without further ado, let's dive into this podcast. Enjoy. I will. <laughs> First thing, can you guys just um, introduce yourselves so we have that, so people know when they're listening? Just like, like an ID kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. You, and you can say whatever you want, but okay. yeah, just so people know voice-wise who is who. Okay. Right. Hello, this is Barney <laughs> from Napalm Death. Very unassuming and always willing to talk. And uh, this is Shane from Napalm Death. Uh, sometimes talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, thanks. So, okay, thanks for for being here, you guys, and I I really appreciate it. And I, I was I was telling Barney in the, in the car earlier, like I try to not focus on the typical things that people would talk about, like what are your you know top five yeah. records, and like that shit is fine or whatever. But like yeah. I'm always interested in like the underlying stuff, like what happens in your brain that made you do these things. And so um, I have I have two two things that I would like to start off with for sure. you and one of them is um is sort of the lighter thing which is your stage presence because you have a pretty um unique and uh, energetic and wild stage presence that like i mean as as a vocalist myself or perform a performer of some sort like i always focus on people's um i don't want to say like antics but like your yeah, your dynamics st- your, yeah like suppose, what you yeah. bring like what happens like you know yeah. because, like when this <laughs> when the first snare hit starts and you're and yeah. all of a sudden you're in the zone like yeah cuz because you know, to like the layman's person, uh, you know, sense like uh, like the normal person sense like um, the band's called Napalm Death, and it's you know it seems like grim and, and negative, yeah, but like you not, are not you know, at yeah, all. No, it's not. So where the yeah. fuck does that come from? No, you know, it, to be honest, a lot of it came from watching videos when that's all we could see back in the day. Of uh-huh. U.S. hardcore bands. Yeah, oh. that's you know like SSD and bands like that. I used to see them, and I'd be like how can they do this while playing music at the same time? Yeah. And I don't, I try not to directly copy it, but it's just, if in your mind, you kind of imagine when you go on stage, it's flicking a switch. Sure. And then you just fucking go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you make it go. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. because it has to. Sure. Yeah. Kids aren't coming to gigs 
paying whatever they pay these days to watch somebody just going through the motions. Yeah. What would you do? Yeah. You know, I mean, they like, do pay for that, unfortunately. Yeah, and they but, do. Yeah. And so, therefore, it's my responsibility uh, as part of Napalm there, yeah. as the collective, yeah. to make it fucking fire, you know, on all cylinders, you know. So that's what I tried to do. And it just, I, there's no rhyme or reason to it, really. It's just I'm kind of in, in, I suppose, in a bit of a groove now to where I just... I just, my body just kind of goes, you know what I mean, into certain directions. Sometimes <laughs> yeah, it can be yeah. a little bit catastrophic, yeah. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, I've broken bones, yeah. you know, and all sorts. But um, but I'd rather it be messy and chaotic than just boring and uniform. Sure. You know, I'm not yeah. interested in that. For no, Napalm Death at all. Oh, yeah. Know, so, yeah, it, yeah. No offense to the the bone breaking, but I, the bands that I've seen in my in my lifetime of where they broke a bone, I was like, that was the fucking coolest set I've ever seen. Oh. And not that I want you to break a bone, but no, but you know, I, I, but, I definitely don't want. But you know, but you know, yeah. like, but you know, those yeah. those people are going at that level. Like that's their that's where they're performing at. Like they're not fucking around. Like sure. that that could happen, and that that sure. makes it. Um, it's like at one hundred and ten percent. You know, that's just, I mean, Napalm. To, to, in, in my, my humble opinion, you know, Napalm, the, the groundswell of the music, you know, the fucking concrete mix of bass and the horrible guitars <laughs> and the drums that are, you know, kind of a roller coaster going off the rails a little bit, uh -huh. that helps me to make that, you know, if that wasn't there. Oh, yeah. If it was a normal, you know, for example, just for argument's sake, a normal run-the-mill metal band, it just uh -huh. wouldn't. That wouldn't lend itself to oh. that particular. So the thing, you're yeah. you're talking about like the um, absurdity, I guess, right? Musical absurdity. Uh, I mean, that's perhaps a, in some ways. Pe yeah, I mean that in a for, good way. No, no, yeah. for, versus convention. You sure, know? yeah, yeah. In that respect, I that mean, respect. Uh, I would love to just like call out bands, but I'm not. I don't want to do that. No, but, no, but, that's but, not. Yeah, yeah that's but I not saw. The Let's. I won't say the band, but I saw this band perform the other night, and and it was and it was they're like an older legendary band from the mid '80s, and they were great. Uh, their drummer is a friend of mine who who's who's playing for them, and and he made it awesome for me. But the rest of the band, I was just like, man, you guys are just fucking phoning it in. It was it was really, I don't know. And I think maybe maybe I have a a high standard uh, for for what I want to see in a performance, and so like that's an important thing. So like I think the last time I saw you guys was with um, cattle decapitation, okay. and, and and again like. Travis is a phenomenal singer and and performer, and I think that's really important. And it was it was pretty interesting to see a bill with, not that there's a, uh, this might be a hard one to to avoid saying the wrong way, but it's not that it's a competition. But when you when you're on tour with other artists that are pushing some kind of limit, it makes you inherently try to push push harder too. Uh, you know, I, I look I'm as, I look at it a little differently to that actually. I've I've like competition to me is is a negative thing actually because Well, I wasn't saying that. No, but I but from the point of watching other bands, I'm interested in what Napalm does, not interested in what, what anybody else yeah. does. And I don't mm. mean that in a in a confrontational way yeah. at all. I mean that I'm focused on what, You're on shit. what yeah. I do, yeah. you know, or what we do. Yeah. So not what I do, yeah. what we do, you know. Yeah. So, I, because I think there's a danger where you kind of, where you might sort of go, oh, you know, look what they're doing. We should do that. Yeah, it can water down you. Yeah, water yeah, down. Your perception in some yeah. ways. So I... And I agree, I agree with you, and I think I'm, that was my problem. I think I might have articulated myself wrong because there was a point where 
there was like a tour that that the Locust did with Airborn Radar and Lightning Bolt, and every band was unique in its own. There was no way you could you could you could look at one of the other bands couldn't look at the other one and be like, oh shit, you know, we need to step it up. But it was just this like their own fucking righteousness on stage made you just be like, yes, like we just saw that. This is awesome! Like, 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 like a, like a team of, of, of. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes something. it can be a collective. Yeah. yeah. That kind of has almost like um, a feeder, like everyone yeah. feeds off. Yeah. That, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I meant when yeah. I when no, I saw I you guys. I was like, then, oh, so there was like I misunderstood. Yeah, like not because I do think that there are a lot of artists that do hold that competitive aspect or or address that for themselves but i i meant it in the complete opposite that you it was more of like a positive inspiring thing like these fuckers are bringing it and we're going to bring it and this is like us everyone together making a yeah, a, a yeah if, if, yeah. If, if, if you get like a, a good feeling from that then you tend to go on yeah, and, yeah 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 sometimes it's it's when you're playing with some bands with festivals and Ugh. nothing to do with them but you're like yeah yeah. Well, it's like I, I think I suppose it's an obvious thing to say maybe for us, but I think the Melvins did that for us. Yeah, oh. because yeah. It's, yeah. they're a very different band to us, yeah. kind of polar opposites. Totally. In some ways. Yeah. But in terms of the organic, you know, yeah. the sort of way they deliver, if you like, yeah. Yeah. for want of a better word, that's yeah. completely. It may, I think. It, them and Melt Banana. Melt Banana. Yeah. Everything was just like. Yeah. So it's it's kind of yeah. like the best of. Each I don't because I don't even know what genres are. That shit doesn't make sense yeah, to me. Yeah. But the but the best of every like yeah, Melvins are you said they're the polar opposite. So they're the best of that, and you guys yeah. are the best of this. And like Melvinana obviously is the fucking best of whatever they are. You know yeah. like that shit's really important. And also that's when people get psyched. I mean when when Dead Cross played that show with you guys and 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 Melvins, it was like oh we were so psyched. It was like perfect to be able to be on that show. You know and, sure. Or what? Whatever. Any 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 time that people get to team up with like-minded or uh, some other sort of like, I don't know, like the other tens of the world, you know, like the yeah. ones that are just like up there, and, yeah, and just like perfected some sort of craft, whatever, yeah. whatever you want no. to call it. No, I mean, and and kind of further to that, really, I've always been of the mind that you play to your strengths, what you consider to be your strengths, you know, because mm. in the end, you know, you're gonna. You're the one that's got to go out there and do it, you know. Yeah. So you should always do that and never water it down, you know. So, oh, you know, you should try this because that other band did it and it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's given yeah. them all this success. Yeah, no, yeah. that's yeah. not, you know, that's yeah. not, you know, what you're missing the point. Yeah, you know what I mean of what it is. You sure, know? man. This, not to not to um, change, to, you know, too many. Uh, directions but there, there was this and at this point i don't even know what album it was that you guys released but but someone at decibel had sent me uh, um some tracks to, to they like said review these tracks and, and they didn't tell me what it was you know and i remember like um i don't i don't even remember what album it was for you guys but it, there were, i don't even know who the other bands were but i remember there was this one i was like dude what the fuck this band sounds like napalm death it's so that's kind of lame that that they sound just like napalm death you know i mean it's fucking killer but like why and then and then they're like, oh, it's Napalm Death. And I was yeah, like, no yeah. way! Oh shit! You know that was fucking great. Yeah. And I, but I was like, also kind of relieved, like, oh, it's not. Yeah, they're it's... kind of pitfalls. Then things. <laughs> I got asked to do a couple. I'm like, what are yeah. do? You but know? I was trying to not yeah, be yeah. a dick. I was just like, whoever no, this band no. is, they fucking nailed it because it sounds just like Napalm. Yeah, you know, in, yeah. in, a, in a. So I guess I wasn't that big of an asshole, but yeah. I felt I felt kind of bad at the at, at thinking like, if this is some other band, and I'm like trashing them, saying yeah. they're like ripping you guys off. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um. So yeah, the other stuff I was the other thing I really would like to talk about, which maybe might be 
um, I don't know, it might be an odd one, but it, it's especially like the, the, the sort of political and social political side of, of the band's um, ethics and, and, and uh, standpoint on things trips me out because you guys do fall in in into the metal world the metal community more or not more but like as well as like the punk and hardcore one and i think that the metal community is just and no offense to the metal community but like man fuck a lot of those people because there is like a lot of white nationalist and and like homophobic yeah just some but i would say it's a minority you know these days it, I mean, I, I will say from my sorry, I didn't want. Well, no, up. I mean, I, I guess I, I, you know, I kind of just was like, whatever, like it's cool, but, yeah, it, but it is there, it is there, it's definitely there. And, and I, I learned it like hard playing with, uh, and I love Dave Lombardo, obviously, but like playing in, in Dead Cross with him, I learned it hard seeing the shit that he has to endure from like some Slayer fans and stuff, and like it's just fucked up how, how I think, um, you know, I don't know, like there, there's like. The metal community isn't isn't very welcoming to certain um, certain things, and so it, I would trip out when I would see you play, and you would and you would speak about some of the topics of the songs and stuff. And I and I and I never saw um, or heard or witnessed backlash. And I and I and I want to know like if you do have to deal with that kind of shit, or if there's a way you can navigate around it. Yeah, back in the, I would say in the early days when I first joined, the first four or five years. Well, we did a couple of American tours, and it was it was pretty miserable. You Be, know, because we, you were with someone else? No, or? because we were talking about the expressing stuff, yeah. the ideas. Why so would what, you not? You so know, what year like was this? Like ninety two. Okay, yeah, ninety one, yeah. ninety two. But but that was that was equally to do with there was a there was a big upsurge in it was on become it would almost become like a social norm to be like a Aryan nation yeah. kind of person. Oh yeah, and uh, so of course. I was, you know, completely opposed to that as a human uh-huh. being, let alone anything yeah. else, you know. And so we would ob- obviously there would be exchanges, yeah. and there would be there was quite a bit of violence, mm. like you know? coming to the like skins, Nazi yeah. yeah, we had that here in San Diego not too. Not just not just For boneheads, sure. but just people that weren't boneheads that were sympathetic to that idea, sure. you know. Mm-hmm. So it was it was miserable, you yeah. know, at points. Um, but what can you do? You can't if you. It's not like you're trying to. It's not like a great big macho, you know, chest beating yeah. exercise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, you've got to, as a human being, I think you've got to face up to this stuff. You've got to face it down. You uh-huh, know? And yeah. I don't mean that in a macho, aggressive, sure. confrontational yeah. way. I mean you've got to find ways to combat it. You know? But with the more, the more knowledge or wit or whatever you used as your weapon, sure. the more frustrated people that don't have the ability to sure. the intellect. Yeah, and they result to violence. But it's, but it's. It's like as the years have gone by, that that kind of opposition has gone. You know, like but so maybe people just know what to expect from you guys. Well, no, I just think that people have probably wised up a little bit. You know, <laughs> you and, would and, think and, so. and understood that it's that stuff is not. You know, if you believe in human beings and humanity, that stuff is not. You know, not yeah. going to do you any good. You know, in, yeah. in it, as a collective, but um, I mean, you know, it's like it's it's a weird. I, I kind of sitting on a stool in the middle sometimes because I think to myself, well, everybody's allowed to have their ideas. You know, there shouldn't be, it shouldn't be that, you know, I'm, I should be allowed to shut people down. And this is because that's not, that's not what I want to do. Um, but, um, it's obviously there are certain things, there are certain levels where things go to, 
where you just have to say no enough you know what i mean it's like that's that's not that's not a good thing you know um the obvious things you know racism homophobia yeah. and stuff like that yeah. um so yeah i mean above and beyond that it's not like certainly these days when i when i talk about that stuff on stage it's not for me to be confrontational expecting somebody to but it's just putting the ideas out of the yeah on the table. it's almost like putting a taking a great big marker pen and underlining them a little bit you know yeah because i think i think that um <laughs> that's not, a good not, that's a good analogy though. yeah <laughs> not that the sole responsibility lies yeah. with me it yeah. lies with everybody yeah i'm just another person sure really, you know but i'm trying to um you know put those ideas on the table for for the people that might have not considered them lately, if you want to put it like that, you know, I know that's quite a mild way to put it, yeah. you know, but it's like, yeah, I think it's important. And these things are happening at the moment. Yeah. You know, for yeah. example, um, one of the big things at the moment for me is the suppression of women's choices mm. in the U S mm. you know, with the healthcare and mm. abortion and stuff. Yeah. And I just noticed the other day that a, a young girl, you know, a single mom, I think got arrested in Texas. Yeah. On a murder charge, yep. For a for a, yep. um, I don't know what happened. Yep. You know, with uh, she lost the baby. I, think. Yep. I don't know what yep. the she's being tried. Yeah. yeah, I mean, think about that. Yeah, that's like dark <clears throat> medieval yeah. fucking. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think it's really important. As a man, you should stand up in solidarity with that because yeah. it's a human issue, primarily women's issue, but it's a men's issue as well. Yeah. you know what I mean. It has to be. But, so. but especially like, well, okay, so there's that element which Texas is is fucked i mean yeah. sorry texas if anybody's listening but like it's fucked there and i mean i remember like there was a series of tours that i've done where we had planned parenthood who would come out from locally at each show and, yeah. and table each show mm -hmm. and in texas we did you know it was like the whole u.s but in texas they were not allowed to come out but not like they weren't allowed to come out but every venue owner like even emos which is like one of the coolest yeah. long-standing yeah. venues they were like we can't have planned parenthood set up and table here because the the like whatever city city officials will notify the the people that own the lease or like the landlords and they'll lose their business license. How weird is that? Man? It's some you fucking craziest yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's like it's gone. It's gotten even worse, obviously, because that was just like, oh, you can't have this uh, organization here. But, but now the, the, it's becoming the scary illegal. thing about it is though, it's not just confined to the obvious candidates. Now it's starting to spread states wide. Oh yeah, you know? uh, the like the people are lobbyists are getting into the lawmakers you know oh, yeah. and making them pass these yep. archaic bills you know yep. I've I follow it all the time oh, yeah. you know, cuz I, I I say I work with some like you know women's organizations in the UK a little bit and I so I see uh, the way it's all going yeah. you know it's this is this is not good yeah. you know it's not I mean good it's, at all, aside know. from the 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 the, the race the racist issues there there is the women's reproductive rights and then there's like lgbtq plus stuff yeah. that's those are the huge issues that are really really coming under fire right now where it's it is com it is combative in a, in a lot of ways yeah. you know so it's the here and the now that's that's the point i was yeah. trying to make these aren't generalized issues this is the here and the now stuff you know so so but you i mean man it's like it's like i would love to assume I don't know. I mean, I guess I just I trip out because you you are able to be very vocal and for like especially like with the locust. I mean, we would have so many problems with people where we in the in the audience and not necessarily like neo Nazis or something, but just people just being genuine dicks, you know. And and so we would we would have to silence them from even 
engaging with us and by by making music or sounds where no one could have dialogue with us so we could control the narrative because it wasn't about like a free-for-all so like any like let's say everyone here is really cool except there's like two fuckheads out there and they're and they're the ones that are like making it known that they're yeah, you know it's these... it's a tricky thing because I, again i go back to what i said earlier i don't want to shut people down yeah that's not my intention yeah you know i, I believe as a, as a one of our fundamental principles is of free expression mm -hmm. you know because that's what we're fighting for in sure this, free expression <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. know so it's like yeah. you can't kind of pick and choose so i get it you know but it's so i i i used to be very confrontational that i'd be straight away like fuck you you know yeah. but these days <laughs> i'm like no like let them speak yeah. you know and then then just sort of work around it yeah. a little bit you know what what do you mean by work around it like just well just kind of as you were saying like kind of move get the band sort of playing again yeah, you yeah. Know, and then move move the music forward you know but but you would make sure like you have the last say really right? well like, not it's not like that you yeah. know but it's, i would yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I mean i mean, would be like yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah because yeah i will say i would say something yeah I whether guess, it would be the last say i don't know but yeah. yeah i guess for me i'm always trying to um i guess i'm just a dick i'm always trying to like make fun of that yeah. person and then and then we'll, and then i'll cut out you know yeah. like like you know, it's like it's like restricting them on social media or something. You, you can't comment after I said the last thing. Fuck you. I'm. You know, this yeah. is my shit. Like we're here to perform, and you're just like this dick that's fucking making it like a bummer for everybody. You know, just whatever their antics are. Yeah. Via, you know. I mean, I try to use a bit of. I try to use a bit of comedy. I, I kind of lighten the situation yeah. a little bit because <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't mind a bit of comedy. You know, yeah. with, with <laughs> yeah. audience people and yeah. that. It, it lightens the mood. Yeah, a little sure. Bit. Obviously, yeah. it's not. Like by its very nature, the music's not stiff and stilted and you know conformist. Mm -hmm. I suppose if you want to use that phrase, it is very free flowing. So you know sometimes it lighten the mood. Yeah. Even if you're not in, even yeah. if there's not people heckling, it's it's nice to have a bit of oh sure rapport, you know. And, so, yeah, oh, I know. I've, yeah. I I always try to check myself on that. Yeah. Because it, it, it's not all dark and shade. It's, you know, I know. Fuck. I need to learn that lesson. You know, so, yeah, yeah. You should do like a master class on how to <laughs> how to lighten the mood. I don't think I've got anything <laughs> to teach anybody. It just comes in time. It just comes in time though, Bonks. I mean, yeah. in the past we were, we, I mean that time we played Nazi punks fuck yeah, off straight, yeah. straight away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we got yeah. fucking bum rushed by yeah. about 30 skinheads. And we oh, seriously? That's right, more than that. It's been just a whole audience. Well, you said about half hours in No, Detroit. no, no, the one, well, yeah, that was, oh, no, yeah, there the was that as well. Yeah, Allentown, Allentown was the one where there yeah. were a couple of bands, and there was like 400 people, but there was like, there was the old brigade of like Aryan, Aryan whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like and, uh, kind yeah. of like, but, they, but the pit would happen, and they're on the outskirts pushing the young kids in. Yeah. And of course, we came on and played Nazi punk straight off and fucking mad and they yeah. rushed yeah. the stage and we oh like first song of the set yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because back then we we're like, "Fuck it, let's do it straight away." And yeah, next thing you know, it's like, and then next thing you know, it's a full-on riot. We shut the door, go, yeah, yeah. Like shut, bases were off, and like, um, Mitch, our old guitarist, who was oh, yeah. like fiery, <laughs> yeah. like a switch like yeah. that. He had like a fucking drum or something. He was yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, yeah. I mean, I, you know. Like looking back, we can laugh about it. But yeah, also, it was it was pretty. It was quite scary. At the oh time. yeah, it was scary at the time, and I don't want to really like. You know, violence is not. No. It's never to be condoned. You know, really. Yeah. I don't, don't want to. You know that that that's the other thing. I don't want to. I don't want to get to that stage these days. I yeah. try to be a pacifist. Yeah. You know, I've been trying for fucking years. You yeah. Know, and I, I slip up. <laughs> 
Every, I think yeah. you do, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, uh, you know, the world, the world as a whole needs to learn how yeah. to fucking deal with each other and other people. And you know, I'm not. It's not. It's not exactly setting a great example to just go and punch somebody in the face, you yeah. know, because uh, it's not, you know. I I don't mean to. Um, I don't. I'll. I probably have told the story to other people like a million times, but it, it was a, a really interesting lesson for me because the Locust did a bunch of tours with the Yaya Yaz, and it was great. And we are we are like um, family with them, you know, like it, everybody together. Um, but once we got to the UK. I, I don't know if it's because like there's like the weekly enemy or something, but whatever it is, they were like massive and and this is when um I don't know, maybe maybe Favorite to Tell one of their albums was coming out. Anyhow, we were doing this we toured with them, we were direct support and their their fans were the most violent band uh, audience we've ever encountered really? in our lives. Yeah. Only wow. in the UK. Yeah. Uh, and it was like so bad. Um like people were just hucking full glasses of pint of pints of beer at us and like i broke uh, this bone um yeah. you know and people were just fucking us up and we had to we had to like after a while we had to get um umbrellas to open up to cover our, our pedal boards and shit because everything was getting damaged and it was really kind of wild to think that that's the audience because there's not uh it's not like oh it's a metal show or a hardcore show and there's skinheads or these fucking shitheads like moshing it was like the you know, like this pop band, uh, you know, the AES, and, but they were like so fucked towards us. And there was one night where that we were getting pelted and, and uh, we had this place in our set where there's this pause and our drummer, Gabe, got up on, on stage and, 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 and he vomits sometimes from, from, from playing, you know? So anyhow, he, the stress, I think, makes him vomit. So he, he got up and vomited in this pint glass that, that hit him in the head and, and he puked on it and, and, and he was about to throw it in the crowd and I, and I could just watch the the younger people that were up front like you know i just was like we couldn't find the 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 perpetrators you know like it was just like what do you do at that point like we can't like this is so violent towards us and we were asked to be here and and what do we and but he had a lot of power because he had this glass of vomit and no one wants <laughs> vomit on him but he poured it on himself and then we we finished playing the set and it felt it felt like a weird statement um in a sense like in retrospect you know because i think at the time i remember like um Standing there and thinking like fuck, if he throws that vomit, it's gonna it's gonna hit like these younger people or these you know these the kids and like they're not the ones and and he luckily was on the same page and knew that he couldn't hit the the right um, audience members, so he did it on himself, poured it on himself, and then jumped down and we played. But as soon as we were done, security was like, "We got to get you out of the venue right now. You we have to get you to wow. leave because that, people wanted to kill me, us." You know, yeah. talking about that and that yeah. kind of gig, you know, because he's not. But you know, I mean, going back to the. I guess the original thing because it's just kind of popped up in my head a little bit. I mean, any any scene, if you want to call it yeah. that, it's just a microcosm of of, a, of the world outside. Yeah. It's nothing special, you know. <laughs> it's not, yeah. and I yeah. mean that. I no, don't yeah, mean yeah. that in yeah. a in a, a con, uh, condescending way. Yeah. Any scene is just a microcosm of the world outside. Sure. So you're going to get some people that think this way, yep. other people that think that way, and so on and so forth. Yeah. And I will say about the point about the metal community. Um, the experiences of I've, I've had in those kind of situations have largely been like actually really positive. You know, huh. I've actually seen more awareness about um, racism and homophobia in 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 certain settings in yeah. the metal community than I've in other places. Huh. I mean, you know, the punk scene was also fucking negative. Yeah. Oh yeah, points, yeah, yeah, You know, back well, in back in the day and at other different yeah. points, all all scenes have yeah. issues with different things. Sure. You know. 
And it's, it all sounds a bit trite, breaking things down into yeah. like scenes. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, to, for the purposes of the comparison, you know, of the of metal versus hardcore or whatever, you know, I mean, this is, that's people and that's people, yeah. you know, and there's going to be different perspectives and, you know, different positive things, different negative sure. things. And so, I, you know, I think it's, sometimes it's a bit, maybe it's a bit, uh, mis a bit of a misnomer to say, oh, you know, the metal community is more ignorant than, than this. It's not quite that. Yeah. I would say by any stretch, yeah. actually. Yeah, because yeah. I'll, I mean, the punk community is the same way. Yeah. And I think punk was like, got off to a bad start because of like, and no offense to Sid Vicious, but like a dude that's a nihilist wearing a swastika t-shirt is like the poster boy of, of a of a musical genre. Like we're, it's going to be, it's not going to be as progressive as, if we, as no. we'd like it to be. But then they would say that that whole thing as 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 I've always been you know the things I've learned about it, is that was their art statement sure you know, because obviously with Malcolm McLaren yeah. and Vivian, uh, Vivian Westwood, Westwood and yeah. Sharp yep. and all that stuff you know that was yeah. that was they always they always kind of say oh you know it, the swastika was not meant as a you know it was actually a, just a shock thing yeah you know but then yeah, people take it different. I mean, I certainly would never go anywhere fucking near one, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at yeah. all. But, yeah. you know, obviously, mine's thinking different ways. Sure. So I do try to, I do try to always understand, you know, what the... Well, there's know. consequences of that. Like, yeah. I think that artwork maybe, maybe, in, in, I don't know, like, empowered or I mean, emboldened, like, people that did see the swastika as, as a, as... A fascist symbol and 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 we're gravitated toward gravitated oh, it towards is. it of yeah. that there's no question yeah. you know what i mean but it's like it, how it's employed mm. can be looked sure. at from different but you know I, I would certainly and you know because of course i would always say well i'm not the one that was on the at the brunt of when this was really really allowed to run riot you know oh yeah people were murdered yeah you know jews romany gypsies yeah. homosexuals you know there's a whole host of yeah. people. So I wasn't on the receiving end of yeah. it. So therefore, I can't really understand why it means so much to these people. I do understand it, but I've also not got the direct um, the direct um, experience of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can understand, I can definitely understand, you know, why, you know. Um, I mean, the symbol itself is inherently, was never that. No. It was taken. Yeah, it was taken. That's what hit, that's what peace the, symbol initially. Yeah, well, that's what the... That's what the uh, National Socialists did in um, mm. Germany. Is they they uh, adopted um, symbols that they knew they could kind of manipulate yeah. for their own ends, you know. Because the, let's face it, the swastika as a religious symbol, um, as a spiritual symbol, was actually a very populist thing. Oh. It could it would attract people, you know, to it. You know, the the original symbol that Shane's talking yeah. about. So I guess. Hitler and the architects of that system were like, hmm, we can use this, you know what I mean? And that's why it became what it became, yeah. as far as I understand it anyway. You know. Um, what about, like, I don't know if the the whole band st stands behind this, but your animal rights um, yeah. stuff that you're into? Yeah. I mean, that seems kind of like, I mean, that seems also like a problematic thing for a lot of fans right i mean uh no not so much i mean i think uh, like i was I'm speaking for everybody in the band but yeah. every, everybody understands i think in the band cruelty to animals yeah. you know what it entails yeah and all the rest of it you know mine goes a little deeper you sure know? 
I think I think like you know, my personal and... belief is that man like humankind is so arrogant to think it can control <laughs> uh, another yeah. species yep. you know and use it for its own ends yeah you know that's my understanding which is a few steps further on you know but i think everybody in the band understands yeah you know? for sure yeah it's just a but i i don't know you know I, i've always said my, my thing has always been i would always encourage um in terms of well, I guess on the dietary perspective, I would always encourage people to be vegan. I'd uh -huh. say, yeah, you should do it, you know, yeah. because it's good for you. Yeah. And it's like for, if, 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 if the planet's worth saving, veganism is actually quite a mm. significant component. If it's worth that, saving. You know? Yeah, if it's worth yeah. saving. <laughs> but, um, so, but I would never, I would never force it on people. Sure. Or attempt, I, well, I can't. It's not in my power to do that, yeah. you know. Yeah. So my thing has always been like, Everybody should be educated about their food, know where it comes from, you know, and what this fast food restaurants, mm. where the, how the production is, yep. you know, where it's coming from and all the rest of it. But from then on, you make your own choices, yeah. you know, and people say, people, people come up to me sometimes and go, yeah, you know, I, um, I was vegetarian, I was vegan for a little bit, but that was years ago. So, so you probably hate me now. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. what you did was a really positive thing yeah. for you that, you yeah. know and you've got an understanding of sure. it so then you can in the future if you go back to that and you think about it some more maybe you'll do it again sure you know yeah or people come up and say oh i'm vegetarian i know that's not enough for you it's like, that's that's what? that's how, wild how can statement. you assume yeah. that yeah. you know now what you're doing is actually a, a step yeah. in a certain direction sure and, you know more power to your yeah. elbow you know <laughs> yeah it's like you know people would say i occasionally have said that to me and it's uh it's like well my you know my mom eats meat my like i feed my dog raw turkey you know yeah. like i don't i i love i love my mom and my dog and that's the, you know their thing whatever but it it is interesting but you you're i mean i don't know are you you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to no, but like fine you've i've seen like i think i've seen photos of you wearing like shirts with um alf and hunt yeah. saboteurs right? ALF yeah. And saboteurs. yeah yeah i mean yeah. those are like seem correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if they're very active in the states but it seems like more in the uk that they are uh, yeah organizations i mean are those are those organizations that you mm. work with or have aligned 100 yeah, yeah yeah i mean hunt saboteurs is basically well, they do various things, but they basically monitor, report, and stop um, hunting that is illegal okay. in the UK. So, so fox hunting was banned, thankfully, yeah, five years ago. But there are only holes. five years ago, five, six, seven. Yeah, it might like be not 10 many. Years yeah, now, okay. actually. Yeah, sorry, my mind's not. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so. But there are loopholes around it, like huh. trail hunting and stuff, oh. where they will basically set the scent of a fox and the hounds will follow it. But the hunts people are really clever. So what they'll do, they'll set the they'll set the scents off in areas where they know there's heavy fox populations. And so then when the hounds, of course, go into find like foxholes and stuff like yeah. that and they they just kill foxes and fox cubs. Yeah. And then the the, the hunts have got to get it. Oh, it was an accidental kill. Yeah. It clearly fucking wasn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. because your hounds and your horses are in this area uh -huh. for a certain reason. So they, hunt saboteurs do that at great risk to themselves. You know, some of them have been really severely hurt. You so know, they put from... the traps in the holes and then the humans reach in there and get their. No, they'll send the hounds out. Oh, the hounds. Okay. The yeah, hounds, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. So packs of hounds. Oh, sure. Sure. But there's also other things they do. They, they 
hair coursing, which is also illegal, you know, um, they will stop hair coursing. They mm. will go and sabotage the hair coursing. Um, and, and, and by sabotage, do you, is it ever violent or is well, it just... Well, see, this is the thing. This is the myth about hunt saboteurs. Hunt saboteurs aren't violent, uh -huh. you know. They will go and use tactics to, to stop um, hunts going. But what, what, what then happens is they face violent opposition from the, from hunters, the hunters themselves. Oh, they also have, like, weapons and stuff. Hunters, yeah. have, hunters have groups of people, that heavies, that follow them. We call them heavies in the UK. So uh -huh. they've got people that, are, you know, oh, yeah. will follow them around. And if there's any sabbing that goes on, sabbing's like the yeah. short term. Yeah. They will, those people will go after the sabs. You yeah. Know? I mean, and people have been hurt by... You know, really seriously hurt by riders like kicking. You know, people on horseback like like literally kicking people. You know, or the horses like kicking sabs and stuff. You know, Whoa. so it's very. Um, it can be quite. I've been on. I've been sabbing myself. Yeah, you know, so I know what it's like. Whoa. Um But I mean, the ALF. Yeah, I mean that was. They were the the the, like the ALF. One of the things for me that I particularly thought was a good thing was industrial sabotage. Uh -huh. You know, so. So research labs mm -hmm. and stuff, they would, you know, use certain methods to shut down the yeah. labs, you know. And I think I think I think if it's to hurt people to stop something like that is not is not kind of defeats the object. Sure. You know, but sure. industrial sabotage, I yeah. I personally don't have a problem with that. You know, uh, so like let's just say pro property, you know. like destroying property yeah, or whatever. Well, yeah, in, yeah. well is it research yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, i hear yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. um it, i guess that from i mean yeah i would not wish um violence no well occasionally okay so that's this might be a, a weird philosophical thing because i i do yoga a lot and i and i one of the things that i always trip out about for one i feel like it's um and i mean i don't know i just i feel like it's a, a bit of a if i feel this is no offense to any of the yoga instructors and stuff. But they often will wrap up a, a class with, um, you know, like let's wish peace on every and namaste. And namaste, yeah. but like, yeah. but specifically saying like let's wish peace on every a living human being. And I'm and I'm like, it's just I can't do that. You know, I mean, I don't want to 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 harm or kill someone, but it's like you know, what about these like, um, you know, rapist, um, you know. Uh, priest or uh you know these you know whatever like there's just people that i i can't wish peace upon um sure so i i do kind of trip out on on that because there is a, a fine line especially when it comes to like animal rights stuff and like uh you know if you see someone abusing animals like i just i don't think i could contain uh my 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 myself i guess sure. you know that that's just no i understand that i mean i try to speaking for myself i try i do actually try and follow that line peace to all people yeah. even because i try and look at you know you talk about rapists and stuff yeah i try and look at i try and i kind of come it come at it it's it's completely wrong the act itself yeah. of course there's no getting around yeah it. but i try to understand the psychology a little sure, bit because yeah. i think unless you deal with the psychology mm. you will never deal with the problem on top you know what i mean yeah because obviously any kind of sexual abuse of of, of somebody who's like who doesn't have the same power or yeah. is powerless, uh -huh. you know, there's a psychology to that. Yeah, of and course. Until you understand the psychology, you will never deal with the, and that, the situation. That I, I, I totally um, I, I am in, in agreement with you. You know, it's like locking people up in prison with get, and getting no rehabilitation. But like th this might be a, a pretty uh, obvious or maybe not very accurate example. But like, let's say Donald Trump. I mean, 
it's hard to find that he, I, I think he's a human being that has no empathy. So it's hard to find a, a justification for someone not to fuck that guy up. You know, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like at some point you're just like, nah, you're done, dude. Like, well, it, it seems like he has a very like his personality traits definitely lend himself to not possessing any empathy at yeah. all, you know. But do you look at it like but I where did it where did it happen in his yeah, lineage? Yeah, I mean know? I don't look at it like actually you suggested like oh, he needs to be fucking killed or something like that. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I actually don't. Even yeah. though even though everything he ever did and I know I know about his early days yeah, sure. when his dad yeah. you know around yep. New York driving up basically driving people out of social housing yep. to for his own projects. You know, union busting yeah. at, his, at yeah. his casinos and yeah. stuff like I know all that stuff. But I still kind of, I still try to distance myself from thinking, oh, they should be fucking killed, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a, in a human, you know, on a, on a global scale, it's, I don't think it solves anything. I mean, I guess, you know? I guess you could blame capitalism, right? Uh, well, there's yeah. all sorts of things, but it's yeah. like... Well, just, I think all sorts of things kind of end up coming down to that yeah, one yeah, thing. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the thing is, is that... Um, this like war in Ukraine is obviously a focal point right now, but there are many other wars going on that people aren't just talking about yeah. because Ukraine is actually a very convenient focal point yeah. right now. But there is, there's, there's, um, there's a situation in, um, in the Yemen, you know, where people, where the Saudi Arabian air force vastly armed to the teeth mm -hmm. by British companies mm -hmm. and trained by British companies actually. Um, are just murdering people carte blanche, mm. you know, because they know they can, because they know the eyes of the world aren't on them, you know. So it's 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 absolutely atrocious what's going on in Ukraine, but it's equally atrocious in other places where it, where it's not where the eyes of the world just aren't on it. Yeah, people choose not to look at it. Uh -huh. I know that sounds a bit harsh, but that seems to me to be the case. Yeah. You know? So for me, it's a question of um, stopping these wars in the first place. I don't know how you were doing. I know it sounds a bit naive. Yeah. But I think I think humankind has to take a long hard look at itself yeah. and understand that it shouldn't be the first resort to reach for a weapon, whether that's a gun, whether it's a tank, whether it's a warship, yeah. whether it's anything like that, you know. Um I think that should be well, it should never be any resort as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And I also think that the arms industry as itself should be completely, I don't know how you would ever arrive at that point, but just should be a, 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 a something of, of history. Sure. It should not exist anymore. But that that's just, I I mean, I'm not trying to talk shit, but that's a naive thing to say. Because yeah, it, no, no, yeah. that's what I said yeah. myself. I yeah. think it is naive, but it's something that I wish for, you know. Because, but do you not think, Barn, that the war in Ukraine is something deeper? Than, yeah. Than what, oh yeah, definitely. What, what's going on? Well, Putin's like, trying to reconstruct the USSR. That's what. That's yeah, speculation. Definitely. Right? Yeah. That and a few other things, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's many things. Yeah. I mean, I don't underestimate the complexity of it. Oh, but yeah. I think that, and this is a general point, when you have access to weapons, you know, when you have access to arsenals of weapons, well, there's your there's your tool. You know that yeah. you're going to go and do really horrible shit to people so there's two yeah. things there's like the fact that peace is is always cheaper yeah as an option but there are people that own these arms yeah, companies sure. that will that can make shit tons of war money war is big business big business yeah. 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 you know you, you destroyed to rebuild yeah, yeah yeah that as well yeah I mean imagine imagine the contracts yeah that companies are going to get mm. rebuilding yep like um, 
Ukraine. It yeah. happened. It happened in Berlin. You know, in Germany oh, yeah. after the war, yeah. U.S. companies yeah. went in and made a fucking killing yeah. after the reconstruction. Of I mean, it happened in the Gulf War or in yeah. Iraq, and yeah. Afghanistan. So I think you know, I think the arms industry has a lot to answer for. You know, and I think, mm. I think somehow there has to be some kind of consensus around the world that's, you know these profits can be foregone, you know, yeah. and we can leave this in the past, you know. I've, that's what I've always been anti-gun. Sure. I'm completely anti-gun, yeah. you know. But let's tie this into the one. the yeah, wishing yeah. peace onto everybody, like, because then we look at these, like, maybe we could, maybe we could debate, or not we, but like, whatever, humanity can debate the, the consequences of what the priest that raped children had we can we could look at the lineage of that, but with these owners of these of these arms, you know, these gun or, man, or weapons manufacturers, like where do we, how do we, what do we do with those people? You know, that's the fucking million dollar, well, billion is, dollar question, yeah, trillion dollar question. Yeah, I mean, but so then, you know, stop them being um, manufactured in the first place. You know yeah, but I mean? they're not going to. No, people are not going to forfeit their power this, this, this and their I'm money. Yeah, yeah. This I'm, well, I'm well aware of, but I'm just giving. Yeah, I'm giving. I, I guess a perspective. You yeah. Know? Maybe there. Maybe we need like a, a. What was that TV show? Um. Fuck, Mr. Robot. Did you guys ever see? Yeah, that? yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. we need that kind of like yeah. economic Shut global down. Yeah, yeah. collapse. Meltdown, meltdown. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what would happen if if we could level everything. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's all like uh, you know wishful thinking, I guess. But like, because it would affect there there would be negative consequences of something like that as well. Yeah. But fuck, at some point. If we're gonna try to survive, we have to. Yeah. Something has to give. I mean, I've always liked the collective model, you know, where everybody offers something to the, the good of everybody else. Yeah. You know, it's like the kibbutz system, um, you know, in 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 Israel. Mm. You know, um, I mean, I could say things about the government there, but yeah, I won't. But yeah, it's like, yeah. uh, but the actual system of the kibbutz, you know, kind of the original commune in a lot uh -huh. of ways. I've always liked that uh -huh. model. You uh -huh. know, I always thought it was quite good. Nobody gets left behind. Yeah. Everybody has something to offer. Yeah. You know, and if you're sick or infirm or whatever, you don't get treated like a leper and pushed yeah. into the shadows. You know, everybody has something to offer. I mean, would that fall under the umbrella of some uh, like of socialism, I guess? Or it's something? been adopted to to read that to make it fit to modern politics. But oh. the actual the actual mm. structure itself is is a good one. So it's like a true commune yeah, yeah it's true commune mm. you know i mean we could also talk about political science and there has never actually been a in the in the the the, the pure understanding of the term of marxism you know karl marx and engels yep there is there's never been a communist state actually never ever never yeah because russia was state capitalist oh yeah it was the 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 people the, the soviet and yep. the people at the top had all the money and then everybody it kind of trickled downwards. Sure. Yeah. And and the peasants at the bottom yep. literally, well, starved or had nothing. You know. So that's not equality. It's not an egalitarian system. You know. And neither is this. A, neither is the U.S. a democracy. Nothing is really. You so know. Not, nothing in modern politics or political structures. None of it has any egalitarian. Yeah. Fuck. We just opened up this huge can of worms. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, if you, if you give me the door, I'll always step through it. Um, I mean, let's see what it, it's... I mean, I, yeah, there's so many things we could dive into. The politics thing is, is gnarly, and I was hesitant to 
To me, see, to me, it's not even politics. This is the thing: politics, politics. Well, to me, it's not. It's human issues. You know, people. Oh yeah, you're really political, bad. Well, yes and no. You know, <laughs> what do you mean? No. You know? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, because these are human yeah. issues. Forget, forget the 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 modern terms of left and right and stuff uh -huh. like that. These transcend that, in, in my opinion. You know, these are human issues. Yeah. You know, the issue of whether a woman can get. The right mm. to healthcare to go and get a termination—that's a human mm -hmm. issue. That's not politics. Mm -hmm. And know? and it's 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 up to artists to reflect the society that they live in and 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 set things straight by 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 having a narrative. So it's weird because people choose to sing about. I always reference like, and this is no offense to Justin Timberlake, but you know he'll choose to sing about like bringing sexy back. And it's like I personally would love to just sing a pop song like that, but I can't. It, I don't have it in me. I can't write like that. I don't think like that. No, everybody's got to have their own purpose. But that's different for everybody. I wonder what that purpose what I mean? is to sing something yeah. like that. Or to well, go, yeah. You know, like, or to, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but I, so there's like, I, I can't remember exactly the quote, but Ian MacKay said something about, um, someone was asking him about some Fugazi lyrics. And I guess he, I guess they kind of had topics that, that were about pro choice. And they said, do you, why did, you know, why, I might be fucking this up, and if if anybody hears this or if Ian hears this, I'm sorry, but this is what I had like understood. Yeah, so so like um, he he was saying like the 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 person was asking this question, why do you why do you have another song about being pro-choice? And he's like, well, if the problem still exists, we we need to speak about it again, and we need to say it again until it gets corrected, yeah. until women's rights, you know, are are have the have the freedom to, yeah. to choose. Um, and I was like, oh, that's great, that's cool, and so then. I, for myself, end up writing like similar topics. I'm like, should we say about, you know, should we sing about this again? It's like, well, yeah, it's still a fucking yeah. issue. It's still yeah. totally relevant. I mean, it's not a one-stop shop. You know, that's <laughs> why, that's why I think with Napalm, you know, when I approach an album, it's, for me, it's got to be current. It can't be general. Because if it's, if it's, yeah, you can sing about some really good stuff, but if it's too generalized, yeah. it doesn't have a specific point in time that people can hook onto. Hmm. I personally feel psychologically they're going to be less interested than unless you're providing a window into the here and the now as much as you can. You so know, when you, within... yeah, but so when you approach lyrics, you're very specific to yeah, what this very, thing is about. Very current. Yeah. Try to be very current. Yeah. And not just go, oh, I'll do another anti war song. Well, there's not a war on at the moment. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, but, no, but like, you're still anti war. So, yeah, you know, course. I guess, I guess, so for the listener, they're going to want it. They're going to, they're, the chances on them grabbing onto something that's very specific to what's happening seems yeah. greater. You know, and like part of the the last album, the Throws of Joy one, was because part of it, it's only part of it. You know, in Europe we had a groundswell of very kind of ultra conservative kind of direction um, of travel, where you know, like all all the kind of all the rights of recognition that you know LGBTQ plus people had secured on the European mainland, we're starting to go fucking backwards. Backwards, you know? yeah. And me as a person who is heterosexual, but I still feel that I have solidarity with other human mm. beings, you know, so I felt I've got to talk about this. Yeah. You know, I can't not talk sure, about it. Sure, yeah. You know? And then there was refugees, mm -hmm. the whole point about refugee crisis, which to me is not a crisis, it's the movement of people. Yeah. And everybody yeah. has the right, or should have the right yeah. to move, you know? Yeah, it's the ter terminology. Yeah. And I was thinking this, it's always been a thing for me, this whole thing about human beings somehow being illegal yeah, uh, because of they yeah. are as they are, yeah. you know, in their yeah. situation. I think that's yeah. fucking absolutely atrocious. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know? And, and not to make um, 
not to make light of that, but it, it is it is interesting. Like here in San Diego, being a border city to Mexico, there there's a lot of go back to Mexico to the to to you know to any kind of uh immigrant coming coming here like the the racist rhetoric is is rampant and it always has been but there was a, a thing where people would start saying go back to europe to the white people and i was like fuck that's that's not only is that just funny and like has wit and intellect in it but it is it, it's it holds truth you know i mean myself i'm a i'm i'm a european mutt like i'm illegal then you know like that, that that's just yeah that's how it goes you know yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. i i i think that the terminology is usually when there's oppression attached to it. It there there's a there's a great flaw. Um, yeah, pick pick whatever yeah. that flaw no, is. Yeah, but totally. There. It's uh, I, I was yeah. I've always it's always puzzled me. You know the way that some people are supposedly legitimate mm. purely because of where they were born, mm -hmm. and other people aren't because of where they were yeah. born. And it's just like, how is this even? You know, without the sort of without the um, the ethics or lack of ethics. Just the logic of it, you're kind of like, oh, I don't understand this. Yeah. You know, it's like it doesn't doesn't compute almost. You know. Yeah. Um, man. So you guys, this has been like fully gnarly uh, <laughs> subject matter. So I appreciate no, you. That's you all right. But I don't know. Is there is there anything you want to? Shane might want to say something. Do you guys want to? I don't want to leave. Him on <laughs> no, the I'm just going to listen. I interject it to minds are melting my mind is melting i'm just like fuck we're going down this wormhole ah you know but i don't know is there anything you guys want to talk about or have anything to say or you want to like vent or fuck, i don't no, know i mean you know it's, it's, it's nice it's nice to be playing live again yeah, yeah yeah it is nice yeah it's a shock to the system a little bit i know, you know in some it ways, is but yeah yeah i mean the first gigs when we came back you know, I, I've, I, throughout the lockdowns, we had about a year of it, didn't we? If you take the actual lockdown, yeah. really severe lockdown. I mean, I kept myself like fit, you know, and stuff. Yeah. Do, uh, try to be ready for when we eventually yeah. could go back. But even so, then first few gigs, you're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. You know, it's just, 10 minutes in, you know, you've got like an hour to go or whatever, just under, <laughs> and you're like, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But it's it's crazy too because I do feel like people maybe started to take things for granted a little bit and now they're like, everyone's like, fucking, this is happening again, you know, and yeah. it, maybe yeah. everyone's kind of like rejuvenated. I hope, I I think. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the tour we did with Guar, there was definitely um, uh, more more excitement and a bit more energy in the, in the, in the, the crowd yeah. in some ways because sometimes, I mean, you know, you can get to, it happens in Europe a lot, where crowds get spoiled by the amount of bands that are coming through in yeah. some ways. And yeah. Totally... I think, it's it, for me, it's a little strange in the sense that, obviously, us having done one tour, this tour now, that's two, two main tours, and then our own assorted gigs around and about, we're almost into the mode again of what it was before yeah but of course a lot of the world isn't no they're still like <laughs> so i'm like sometimes i have to check myself and go oh, it's really not what it you know still, yeah you know. well spending spend so much time at home yeah i mean i just I did loads of music but and then you get quite accustomed to being at home and the first time going out again was a bit it's so strange. Yeah. strange but then yeah. once you're once you're out it's like ah even though the yeah. first gig was just up the road, wasn't it really? You know, it was a bloodstock thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it should be quite nervous. It felt I mean, man, yeah. that first gig. I mean, I, I suffer from stage fright anyway. Uh -huh. You uh -huh. know, I've always had it. I've, I, I get it really bad sometimes. Wow. You know, and before this gig, I was fucking. I just 
you know, people are trying to talk to me and I've just got no recognition yeah. of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, internally, my whole system's just falling apart. Yeah. You know? And I'm just like trying to stay focused, but I'm so, just so anxious, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, yesterday, yeah. it's been two weeks since we played some shows in England, but yesterday was probably because we flew such a long way as well. Yeah. It was kind of out of body experience yeah. in a way. Yeah. 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 I mean, the first festival we did last year, was like the, the build-up we were quite nervous and then you sat backstage and obviously you wait for a while oh, here we are waiting yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But, but you kept thinking it was getting cancelled right I kept thinking that too I'm like fuck yeah. we, even we played our first show like out of the pandemic and I was just I remember being at the venue thinking like I just kind of feel like we're like we had already done sound check and I was like it's not it's not gonna happen something's gonna cancel yeah. it just seemed bizarre I mean we had a, we had a tour actually that was planned for around this time with um, I think it was MDC, wasn't it, Shay? MDC, yeah. uh, Doctor No, and just you know different yeah. bands hopping on, and that that just kind of disintegrated. Uh. I think the 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 sad thing is is that the the smaller kind of punk tours are still a bit they're kind of collapsing in on themselves because mm. I guess logistically people have more to lose if you're doing them kind of tours. You know, I guess, if you're yeah. like fucking banging out all this money and and you know everything goes south you oh know, yeah so it's a shame you know I was, I was quite quite felt quite a little bit sad disappointed you know when that fell through but like you know we we have something we're in a fortunate position we've got something to back it up you sure. know so we can still kind of get into the groove yeah start to get into the groove yeah you know? and as things open up a bit more hopefully those kind of tours will come back into the into the fray you know yeah like, well i'm psyched you guys are here i'm it's just it's it's great that it's happening and I appreciate I'm psyched that we get to play with you guys. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we can wrap it up here. I gotta we gotta go to the um venue. Sure. There you have it, episode twenty three of the Colton Culture Podcast. We'd like to say thanks to Napalm Death for being on our show. Um Shane and Barney, you guys are awesome. And uh check them out on tour. There seems like they're constantly on tour. Um Check them out, and also feel free to check out all of our previous episodes um, streaming on 31G's SoundCloud or Apple Podcast or whatever other crummy streaming service you hear your podcast at. Colton Culture is proudly sponsored by Earthquaker Devices, Fender, and Heartwork Coffee. Planet B. Planet B.